In the ancient times, there was a man who knew the road, and the markings were written on stone. Chimes, Freddy. In his heart he knew, the artist must be true, but the legend of the rent was way past you. Now you come in with the bass. Well, I think you'll be just fine without me, but you're mine. You think you can kick me out of the band? Well, there's just one problem there. The band is mine. How can you kick me out of what is mine? Oh, it's too hard. Let me go back. How can you kick me out of what is mine? Can't do the high one without screaming. And Moon's working next door. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the PowerPod. How is everyone doing? Oh, I am coming to you from a rainy Marbella. Was I supposed to go to the gym this morning? Yes. Was it raining? Yes. Could I get an Uber for 25 minutes? No. Did... A Spanish man drive past me in a Mercedes as I stood in the rain with my girlfriend. Yes. Am I frustrated? Yes. Is it okay? Yes. I guess. So instead, I get to talk to my children, to my students, I think. You, you probably all classify yourself as students or uh, you classify me as a, a teacher, an educator. call me a god I, you know who am I who am I I might do a <laughs> I might do a pod one day where every uh, every time a lyric that I know I say like when I say a lyric by accident I might just break into that tune I can't do that anyway actually who am I should I save you now for slavery I was in Les Mis but I got a shit roll I was a, uh, I think I just some guy who died in one of the fights, which is actually kind of bullshit because, um, like, oh, I should definitely, definitely, definitely do a podcast on uh, my dramatic history. Maybe I'll do that next week. Yeah, maybe that'll be my story time for next week. Um, but this week we have some interesting MMA topics to discuss. Sorry for you guys. I really am, um, because of the success of last week's episode. Oh yeah, by the way, the episode did really well. Um, that's the most the top performing video of the last 10 videos that I've done in the first 24 hours, which is great. Um, so I'm definitely going to do more story times. Delighted that uh, people enjoyed it. Um, glad. <coughs> glad Kevin and Phil can see the funny side of it now and that no one is dead. I'm just going to adjust the mic just a touch. Mm-hmm. Does that feel better? Does it still hurt? Oh, man. Okay. I'm in a giddy old mood today. Okay. Um, some housekeeping bits. Uh, DTM. I'll pop up a little photo here. DTM is... Uh, Don't Tell Mum is a band that I've worked with from home, full of all my buds. Um, 
and delighted to say that not only do they have their first headline gig in Whelan's on May 21st, they've also sold out said gig. That's fucking sick, man. You know, all jokes aside, that's fucking unreal, you know. Whelan's is a, for people in Dublin, Whelan's is a pretty historic venue. A lot of famous people have played there. And uh, to be playing there in one of their first gigs, and to do fucking, they're doing like an hour and a half, or they're doing 12 original songs. Do you know what I mean? That's fucking insane. It's, they're not coming out and doing Wonderwall, you know. Um, they come out, slip inside the eye of your mind. Because tonight will be the night that I will fall for you over again. Um, so yeah, they sold it out. That's fucking unreal, lads. I'm actually going to be flying in. Like I'm fucking... Yeah, I'm flying in. I'm getting a Ryanair flight in on the day so I can shoot some stuff for them that night because that can be... That's a documentary, do you know what I mean? That night in Whelan's. A night in Whelan's. Don't tell mum about Whelan's. That's a fucking good name, actually. Interesting. Okay. Write that down. Um, so yeah, that's just, you know, we like to, we have a community here of, you know, I like to keep, keep people up to date on the old visually impaired clients and friends of the brand. And DTM are one of my first clients and one of my favorite clients to work with. I like me some music content. Okay. So there was some sand news in the, and this week's circulation, or I don't know if it happened last week, um, but as I'm an, an MMA fan, I, first of all, I'm not going to use this as like the thumbnail or anything like that. I'm not going to advertise this at all, but um, as this is where, like we discuss topics, I want to, I still want to discuss it. Um, as it's, you know, it's MMA related. Uh, people may know who Cain Velasquez is. We've heard stories of um, in the news lately about Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez is an ex- UFC heavyweight champion, like former, I probably say. Um, he's a beloved MMA, like legend, you know, Hall of Famer, and um, you know, was around probably ten, you know, ten years ago would have been in his prime, and uh, fought Brock Lesnar. You know, he's fought all the who's who's. Actually, fought uh, Francis Ngannou on on his come up there. So, you know, of. You know, a fucking well-decorated fighter. And um, anyway, some news came out that uh, his one of his ch- children believed to be his daughter. I've heard some other stories that might have been his son, but his four-year-old daughter was uh, in a daycare facility. And it's turned out that one of the employees at that daycare facility had been like, you know, molesting his kid. And there's been over a hundred incidents of it, apparently. And then, um, and then when he found out he went and, you know, he took matters into his own hands and he, oh, sorry, no, he reported it. The guy got arrested got out on bail the same day. So the guy who had molested his child was out on the streets again, you know, in, in on house arrest. And um, Kane found out where he was, drove up with his car, tried to ram him off the road, ended up firing a gun into the the car and hit the 
your man's dad non-lethal wound he's going to be fine all that kind of stuff and Kane was arrested and he's in jail now and uh, is not being offered bail it's being seen as a danger to the public which is fucking crazy so it just it, it what, the unfortunate thing is what's happening now is it looks like Kane is going to have to defend himself against you know attempted murder charge and, you know, it's facing, like, you know, 15, 25 years. I don't know. I don't know how long life is in, or for, for attempted murder. Now, all I can hope is that, like, basically, I, I have a sister who's, you know, just turned seven or six or seven. And even to think that something like that could happen. And, yeah, the... I I pray to God, like I I pray to God that temporary insanity is, you know, used here, and that he gets a great lawyer. I know a lot of the UFC alumni have come out in support and stuff, but for to to be to know that after you've heard this, that the the guy who that child's life is going to be affected forever. Do you know what I mean? That there's just no two ways about it. It's going to change your life forever. God knows. God bless fucking hell. I don't even believe in God, but any sort of positive fucking age I can send to that child McCain that fucking deal like it's crazy but you know it leads to such a fucking bigger question about like this is in California but that the guy can't then be back out on the streets man it's fucking insane and what do you suppose like I, I don't know I don't know who like all you can ask is all he wishes that Kane had just fucking got your man out of the car with his hands and just fucking brutalised him. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> fucking hell, man. But yeah, um, I just want to make light of that situation. I don't know if it's made like headlines in Ireland or in Europe as much. But, uh, you know, it's a crazy situation, man. And he's looking like he might spend the next 15 years in jail. You know, or I don't know, life in jail. I don't know. The fucking legal system is crazy, man. And... He spends, you know, his daughter's youth now or childhood in jail. Oh man, it's just, it's just a lose. It's a lose, 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 lose. Oh fuck, man! It's yeah, it's just insane. I can't believe that that's that's the way things have panned out with that. Um, on some other UFC based news and some slightly more cheer cheerful news, uh. UFC is returning to London this weekend, which is honestly like there was a stage there during COVID where Dana was like, the UFC is not going to travel because it's the, you know, COVID restrictions all over the place. It's, it's not worth it. And um, the costs, you know, I can run it in Florida and Texas every week and have no problem. So the fact that it's come back to London this soon is, is, is class, man. And the card they put together is sick. So, Sorry, I've just received a... Sam, it's the president. S Sam. Uh, basically, they've put together a fucking beast of a card, man. Uh, a number of lads, just looking through it now, like, the UK scene is fucking strong right now. So they've got uh, Tom Aspinall, who's going to be headlining against Alexander Volkov, who 
is Russian and potentially was going to be off the card because of all this fucking classic, 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 classicness with uh, with Ukraine and Russia. But whatever's happened, it's worked out and he's there now, so that's happening. You've got Molly Meatball McCann's going to be up. McCann. McCann. Um, what other... Obviously fucking Paddy the Baddy, who uh, this episode is kind of about. So we will discuss Paddy the Baddy a little more detail later. But I just want to... I'm just Googling up the card here because there's a couple of absolute screamers coming up. Uh... But that Volkov Aspinall fight, man, this is this is a serious. Uh, it's a serious. Oh yeah, man, there's a serious step up in in quality now for Tom Aspinall, who like, um, people won't know he's from Team Carbon in Liverpool, same, uh, same gym as Darren Till, same gym as Paddy. Oh, Paddy in Carbon? No, Paddy's not in Carbon. Uh, but uh, yeah, same same gym as as Darren Till. Uh, well, Darren Till's kind of with hands up now. Oh, brother, yes, brother, yes. And um, then you've got under Tomas Manal, Alexander Volkov, you've got Arnold Allen, Dan Hooker. People don't know who Ar- Arnold Allen is. Uh, UK-based fighter. He's actually the favourite against Dan Hooker, who's in his... Oh, no, he's not. Dan Hooker's favourite. In Dan Hooker's first trip down to featherweight after uh, losing to Islam, losing a couple of fights. Uh, then you've got like Molly McCann, Gunny Nelson, who people will know. Uh, that's kind of it in terms of people. But in there, you've also got uh, Paddy. Paddy the Paddy. Uh, he's fighting. He's Jesus. He's a huge favorite. Crikey. Minus 500. Uh, he is fighting an unknown entity to me, if I'm totally honest. Kazula Vargas. 12 and 4 from Mexico. Paddy has the advantage in most of the categories. You'd fancy him. Uh, now, here's the thing with Paddy, right? People don't know Paddy's story. Paddy came from uh, Cage Warriors. He's from Liverpool. Uh, and was actually asked to join the UFC a number of times earlier in his career. And was like, nope, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm getting good money here from Cage Warriors. They're paying me more than I would get on a learner's contract. And I still, when I go into the UFC, I want to I wanna take over. I want to be ready to go. I'm not going to be a slow burn. It's going to be a lightning match. So um, he he decided to wait on. He waited on and he waited on. And then now at 20, is he uh, late 20s? Late 20s? Uh, I'll just check his age. I just out of interest, but he um he then signed with the UFC, and has had man one fight. Uh, against Luigi, don't know his second name. Remar- he's twenty seven. Paddy's twenty seven, so he's twenty seven now. Like it's not you know it's still young in you in the UFC in the UFC, but it's not by it's not a he's not coming in as a fresh face. You know twenty year olds ready to go. So he's seasoned. He's learned. Uh, He's kind of developed his style, developed his striking. He's he's unbelievable on the ground. Jiu-jitsu is class. His wrestling is good. And he's kind of got a striking then up to a level where he can kind of be dangerous everywhere. And uh, he fought Luigi then in, the, in his first fight uh, with no crowd in the apex and fucking tonked the chap around. I wouldn't actually, to be fair, he did. He got clipped a few times. He was there very... His chin's right up there. He, he had his chin right up and he got clocked there. Um, a couple of times, but in the end, locked Luigi out in the first round as he said he would. 
So it's actually nice. There was a little bit of a drama at the start, which is good uh, in the fight. And then, you know, that gets people more involved. But you'd want to get that chin down because as you go up now into the uh, the bread and butter of that division, you're going to uh, you're going to want to keep that chin down. You're going to get fucking knocked out. Paddy. But uh, after that one, so basically after that one fight, he signed up Barstool Sports. Barstool Sports people won't, uh, will know is like a media company from uh, the States. And they were looking to get in on a, a UFC fighter and Paddy was the guy. And he signed a seven-figure deal with them apparently with, uh, you know, with relatively... Um, like, yeah, yeah, he he's a big UK following, but that was it's a risk from them, you know, because he could go, you know, 0-3 in his first three fights in the UFC, get dropped, and then no one cares, and he's still a barstool. He's still on contract with barstool. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's smart from... Uh, see, you know, well, it could go either way. It's kind of smart from barstool now. They, they obviously saw the potential, and they were like, it's worth the risk. And it seems to be paying off now. He's, he's invested hugely in his content, which is great. Uh, he does fucking, you know, vlogs, he's doing podcasts. You're seeing a little trail here, folks. I don't know if people are noticing, but Sugar builds the online platform. Now, Paddy's doing the same thing to the, you know, huge up-and-coming stars. Hamzat is doing a lot of content, you know what I mean? There's a fucking pattern here, folks. you got to build, you got to build your, your audience and your brand a little bit. And I think they're doing that well. And I just, so I just hope he gets it done. There was a little Barney actually, uh, it came out there, Paddy and your man had a little bit of a fucking scrap downstairs in the hotel. And, you know, that's good for building the fight and stuff. But, uh, you know, Paddy needs to get this done. You know, his entrance music, dun, 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 dun. And maybe I'll open the podcast to that actually. That'd be sick. Um, but he's a, he's, he's a fucking charismatic character, man. All I hope is uh I mean, he is putting in the work in, in in behind the scenes. I'm sure his team wouldn't let him do anything else. Uh, but he can go all the he can he can go and take off, man. He's got the the attitude to do it and he's got the persona to do it. It's just whether his fighting lives up to that, and it seems to so far. So hopefully he gets it done. But um, what do we have? Eighteen minutes left. Hmm. Maybe I'll quickly do a story of my first. Uh, my first play yeah fuck it okay a little baby story time and then I'll do a bigger one next week on like my whole acting experience what was my first show so I went to Wesley College in Wesley College Wesley College and it was yeah as people know uh, big into their dramatics and their model United Nations just a bunch of fucking studs studs fucking dudes with big hogs you know nailing chicks or was it you know guys in suits pretending to be countries having mock debates you know they'd be fucking I hope they'd be fucking you know someone better be fucking um, but I did I did get a bite of the dramatic arts. Maybe I'll tell my transition year story now and then I'll, I'll do my actual. So basically there's two plays you could do. In fourth year, they did a transition year play, which I auditioned for and got a good role in. I'll tell that story now. And then there was the official Wesley uh, plays uh, that like only senior students, so fourth, fifth and sixth years could apply for. And uh, 
I went for all of those. Oh man, there'll be funny stories. There's some good stories from those. Um, but in fourth year, we did uh, Hercules. And um, I I auditioned. Basically, me and a few of my mates, Kev, Kev, who's made another feature, Kev auditioned and got Zeus, which is a fucking best character in the fucking play. He just got it because he was, you know, he needed to be bigger than everyone else. So they were like, oh, well, Kev's, Kev's the biggest guy. But Kev, Kev can be Zeus. I just got all the most charismatic character. Obviously, I got... You know, but they were like, who do we have that can, you know, we need someone that can turn a crowd. We need them to be lovable, but also hated. And I was like, um, you know, uh, hold on one second, I'm just going to fix the light. Yeah, so they were like, but, but it's 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 run by students, right? So like, I'm auditioning like, with, like I've done auditions with the you know the the teachers in the school. They come in and be like, everybody comes for lose, for lose, and get up in Sunday shoes. So I knew the fuck, you know, like you guys can hear it. We're not we're not amateurs here. Like, the man has range. I didn't show off range there, but, um. We had to go in and audition with just our peers. So I think the audition was to go in and do, um, I think we had to do I Can Go The Distance, was that it? I am on my way, I can go the distance. That's what Callum Douglas, if Callum Douglas is listening to this man, he, when he sang the song, uh, he'd always say distance, just say distance. And his voice was lower, but my voice was high. Uh, so I anyway I auditioned a fucking I, f- wasn't a dry eye in the house. Well, maybe there was. I well, I was crying in my audition. I cried just to take it over to the next level. And um, I got Hades, Hades, who was the um, the evil uh, as people know the guy with the blue hair, blue fire head. Kind of talks like this. Um, but. The problem is there was a lot of yelling and I had to be quite angry in a lot of it. I do a lot of, I'm supposed to be a scary guy. I'm not scary. I'm not scary. And my voice doesn't get a, you know, more intimidating when it gets higher. Or like when I I shout, it gets higher. Hey, get over here. But I need it to be like, I've had it. So it's, yeah, just for me, obviously stage presence wise. You're kidding me. But it was, um, it was fun, man. It was, it, we had to do it in this local, uh, in like Our Ladies, which is like a local, uh, actually, ironically, I think Merrin's mom was the principal at school. But we, uh, we went in and did like rehearsals and all in there. It was, f- and like it was run by the students. So like they were, I think Ross McMahon was one of the directors. And he'd be like, Sam, we need more. You know, I'm trying to be cool and not like, you know, the guys who don't care, but like I cared the most. Uh, so I was that guy, but it was fun, man. Uh, but it was different because the, the there's much more prestige, prestige to the um, to the the Wesley School productions. Like people come to those, and like the parents all come every year, and like people like there's there's you know uh, lights and like tech teams and mics and all that shit. So you get like you know, so you get a good role, it's fucking cool. And I got a good role in fourth year, and then never got a good role again. So I was Lyle in Footloose, but we'll tell that story next week because uh, it's funny shit. Um, but 
Yeah, man. So we did the Hercules one and it was all like to raise money for charity and stuff, which is great. But they had to paint me up in all white, what, like like a ghost. And uh, I, I remember the... Uh, the 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 make the make one all left uh left fucking my my face looked like a fucking ghost for weeks getting all that off, but it was uh it was great crack man and it uh it was different there was like I felt like there was a lot less pressure but I got like the most lines I've ever had in a place so actually to learn lines which was funny um but the only reason you go to those events is for the after parties all right lads because here's let me tell you a little trick let me tell you the deal right you're an after party. You've just been at the event. Who do you want to get with? You want to get with Zeus, the fucking, you know, the golden god. You want to get with Hades, the dirty, the dirty serpent. He, uh, no, but the the best part of the events was, uh, yeah, after the last event, you go out and you get steamed. You have four druids into it. You put on a, probably for me, it would have been black and white checkered shirt with a waistcoat and a pair of jeans, which is just like looking back. Looking back on my life, I, yeah, but I, at that one, I remember, because uh, like you're, you're, you're in the school and you're like, all right, so, you know, you're looking at the dancers and stuff and you're like, after this, I'm going to get fucking later. You're like talking to the boys, like, look, after this show, lads, you just go back a few parties. We're like 16. Remember when you're 16, you're like, man, let's just get a few cans in, just talk some chicks. And that was a. Uh, that was that was a place. I'm pretty sure we went down. It was the local girl that we went to whose house after. It's got a little stained. We talked to a few little. My God, Sam, you were so good in Hades. Well, yeah, you know, whatever. Thank you very much. Mm. But it the the reason the the Wesley production part, like the half the reason you go, especially in fourth years, lads. If we get in, we get to go to the after party with the sixth years. Fucking older chicks, you know, they got, they got bras. No, but that that was it. And you were like, "Look, we go." And then, so like, imagine me. I'll 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 set up next week's episode. Right, I'm in fourth year. I just got Habitat for Humanity, which is another audition process that only sixteen get. The elite sixteen, only eight guys. Like the whole year went for it. Why? Well, um, and. Me and Jamie auditioned and Jamie played guitar and I sang and I got it and Jamie didn't. One love, one heart, let's get together then. I can't even remember what song I sang. Um, I'll have to ask Jamie what we sang. I'm pretty sure it was a U2 song. You say you want diamonds in a rain of gold. That's what we sang. Can you imagine they're like Mr. Wackett, like the whole, the whole fucking. You have to do it in front of the last year's Habitat team, and so we come in and play guitar, and then Jamie goes back out, and and I finish my interview, and then Jamie comes in and does his. But all the promises was made from the crater to the grave when all I want is you. That's. I'm back in the room right now. Jesus Christ, Sam. It's absolutely fucking beautiful. It's like the Lord himself is in the room with us. It's actually a really good Nigel Mackey impression. He was our reverend in school and nerdy. Jesus, Sam. Are you, are you Bono? Anyway, 
Uh, okay, I've got how much time do I have to set this up? Minute, f- uh, two minutes. Okay, I'm in fourth year. We audition for the play. It's Footloose. You know the one where they're like, "I want to dance, but it's illegal to dance." So like, oh, not ideal already. You're hoping to do something a little cooler, but all right. Um, we go in and audition. Do audition. You have to sing one of the head. I think we had to sing. Um, Everybody could, everybody could, everybody could, everybody could for lose. Um, so we ought to sing in like a line. You, you, they just go, okay, you go, and then you go, and then you go, and you go, and I'll just pass it on. And so you just have to be ready to go, and then it goes, um, you'd be, you be sitting there like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And they go, juice, juice, juice. And then she goes, I'm trying to remember what the song is that you have to do. Uh, yes, yeah, so it'd be like, Everybody could, everybody could. And then he'd go, everybody could. And then I'd be, everybody could, everybody could. Everybody could, everybody could. Like real over the top, like a fucking relaxed pair, all right? And all the lads looking at me like a freak. And then we, um, me and a few lads fucking got it. as like semi-lead roles. Not semi-lead roles, we were the bad guys, which was sick. And then, so yeah, I'll tell you the rest of the story next week, but that sets it up nicely. Uh, so yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Bit of a fucking... <laughs> 